time. It's always time for a vacay. What's up, Chris Hansen? Welcome to the vacay podcast, my brother. What are we doing today? (laughs) Another podcast on the road. I'm always on the move. Filming live from my parents' living room. Hey, but this is part of the consistency of podcasting. There's no pod fade around here. We get this thing, this ship rolling, you know? That's right. You just take the gear with you. That's right, baby. I've learned to adapt to the podcast life, so. (laughs) Pod life. Just live with this mic in my duffel bag, and we're good to go, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm Brian Alford, your co-host, Chris Hansen, my co-host. We're the co-founders of Vacay, and we are taking you on the journey today, the journey of sleep. Sleep Mm. is important. We wanted to talk. It's been in all the news. I've been seeing a lot of articles. Chris and I are always on the forefront of the wellness space. I always try to get ahead every shortcut we can get. It's part of what we do, owning the brand Vacay and what we do with premium plant-based supplements. But in all seriousness, like it's become really important. Even I think we all knew. That's kind of like we talked about last week, like the evolution of what we learned. There's like this ignorance built in. I think this is what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it. And But now like these studies come out and it's, whoa, you will die young if you don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to take a nap right now, Chris. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I know, but it's crazy. You know it instinctively, but I think instinctively we just think if I want to have energy today and I don't want to feel like shit, then I need to get a really good night's sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Or stay alive, as it turns out. It's definitely becoming more of a conversation I think people are having where, and it's one of those things where technology has just advanced so quickly that we have not adapted to these disturbances in our natural Sleep cycles, I think, part of it. Yeah, I think just with, yeah, ironically, one of my biggest uh, accomplishments is like smartphone marketing, <laughs> but <laughs> smartphones haven't helped the sleep issue much at all. I didn't know people were going to get so damn hooked on it, Chris. We did it too good yeah, of a job. You I mean, it's my fault good. that we did a great job marketing these things or what? Now we just have <laughs> a sleepless, depressed society <laughs> thanks to guys like you. <laughs> I'm going to go home and you created the problem and now you're creating the products for the solution. (laughs) It's all part of the master plan. Uh, (laughs) You've been planning this for years, haven't you? Yes. (laughs) No, but it's crazy. We're evolving. They start doing these studies and you're like, okay, it starts to make sense. And I was just looking, I'll go right out of one of my like my little snippets for the day. But I was looking at this is the relationship between the amount of sleep you get and you like your mortality rate. So I, I've got this on my screen. We'll show it if you're watching. If you're listening, you should be watching on our YouTube channel, by the way. Go follow us at YouTube. Look at the Vacay, just Vacay, V-A-Y-C-A-Y, the Vacay channel. Plug in there. Go subscribe to that. We'd appreciate it. And you get to watch how beautiful Chris is talking about these subjects. But the number of hours of sleep, the sleep duration, is on the bottom axis. And on the side axis is the risk of all-cause mortality. And so here you've got from four hours to 10 hours of sleep, and you've got from 5% to 25% of mortality rate. So I'm going to start us off at the low end. So if you get out four hours, if you average four hours of sleep a night, we're looking at right around 5.5%, all-cause mortality rate. So... That's where you'd fall on all these things. So they've combined everything into one. So you might have more risk for certain things, so certain things in your DNA. We're gonna, this is just generally speaking. 
which means you have a 94% chance of living, but it's good. But here's where things start to get interesting. Five hours of sleep, it's a slight, like 1% increase or decrease in your, you want a lower mortality rate, by the way, Chris. So all of you at home going, oh, high mortality or low mortality? You want low mortality. Mortality risk. equals death. Yeah, death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we want to, we want this number to go down. So if you get five hours of sleep, you're at a four, four and a half percent mortality rate. So you getting that one more hour, you'd be like, oh, what's one percent? Dude, we're talking about fucking dying or living. That's the whole point of existing. That's 1% matters. (laughs) It's a strong 1% in this case. Yes, sleep matters. So 1%-ish. Six hours, you get another like bump of half a percent to one. So that five to six is a gigantic leap. But here's where things get real interesting. Six to seven is like a one and a half bump. You go from eh, three and a half-ish to two. And then eight hours. And so seven and eight, there's this perfect peak spot. So seven and a half is the official number, by the way. Seven and a half is where you want to be. You get almost down to like almost 1% and of mortality rate. Eight, you start to creep back up a little bit, but it's pretty damn close. That seven and eight are like equally good. So any one of you listen out there, and you're like, man, do I need seven or do I need eight? Yes. <laughs> is the answer either one but here's where things get shysty my friend like really juicy so you're like oh more sleep's better most sleep less problems nope most sleep mo problems nine hours of sleep you go all the way to eight percent nine hours is worse than four hours that's way worse that's the the, but wait the here's the big stinger coming up you average 10 hours of sleep. You go to 25% mortality rate. 25%. With, Why? If you get 10 hours. I need to know. It is a gigantic leap. And you, I'm just going to read you straight from this article. It's really fascinating. This comes from InsideTracker.com. Sleep duration longevity. I'm not making this shit up, people. This is real. So it says... Studies show that there's either a U-shaped or J-shaped curve between hours slept and risk clearly indicate that there's a sweet spot. One study found that a sleep duration of 10 plus hours was associated with a 34% increased risk of all-cause mortality in men and a 48%, oh, you women are screwed, increase all-risk mortality in women compared to those who sleep an average of seven hours a day. So, it's, but let me just tell you that for this curve, it looks a lot more scary than just that percent they just quoted because it's big leap. Don't you don't want 10 hours of sleep a day, my friends? Is there any data as to why? I'm very curious about this. So, why is sleeping longer not always better for health? Glad you asked that, Chris. It's right where the article went. <laughs> you are a good co host. <laughs> Researchers <laughs> hypothesize <laughs> is that a word? Anyway, that prolonged sleep duration may sacrifice sleep quality. When sleeping for 10 or more hours a night, the body may not be getting quality, restful sleep. Low-quality sleep may leave you feeling tired throughout the day, waking up during the night and spending more time trying to fall asleep. Quality sleep is crucial for the body's repair processes necessary for longevity-promoting effects. 
So the point being, if you sleep that long, you weren't really getting great sleep. Typically. That makes sense. I've had that experience myself where some nights I feel like if I go to bed at a good hour, even if I sleep less, I'm more rested than say if I go to bed at 2 a.m. and sleep till noon, I feel way crappier. Yeah. I, I always feel groggy if I get bored. And, and I don't happen so little. It's been a while. And I feel groggy yeah. for other reasons. Usually like drinking too many beers. But the <laughs> but if I get more than like nine, I think I'm going to feel great. Oh, I'm going to feel good. No. It's like I'm in a head fog same. all the next day. Like, yeah, same. I don't know. It's, the study is really validating now. It says being physically active strengthens the relationship between sleep and longevity. Some lifestyle factors may strengthen the relationship, meaning those who had optimal sleep and had certain additional factors were less likely to die from all causes. The relationship between sleep and longevity was strengthened based on self-reported physical activity. So if you're working out and doing other things, it had that this study, you might could improve. It's actually the reverse of what you're thinking. So let's say you're only getting four to five. If you're working out, you're counterbalancing a little bit of it, but not all of it. But then if you're having very little, like, physical activity and live a sedentary life, it all, these things are exacerbated in the wrong direction, which makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, there you have it. That's one of our first studies here. What we want to do is call out some of these things because I think it's – I think when we think about wellness – we think about the things that we do. What we what do I need to do? What do I need to eat? What do I need? Right. To, what activities? Sleep. Sleep is about what you don't do. It's right. like the opposite. So I think it's like the last thing people think about. A lot of people, and now it's starting to rise to the top. I agree. I think, and I think a lot of people are intimidated, like almost like a diet. Right? It's oh, I have to do this huge change. Where I think you're right. It's more about removing, remove the phone. Remove more light with blackout shades. Remove more heat by dropping your temperature very low. Yes. I like, let me give you some of my personal tips. I get these out for free. It's <laughs> one thing I get for free, Chris. It's my sleep tips. So, <laughs> www.sleeptips.com. That's not really a real website. If it is, it's not mine. But yeah, 100%. Get the phone away from you. You cannot be able to reach the phone, period. End of story. You'll improve your sleep greatly. You have to keep it either in another room or somewhere where two things don't happen. You're not notified. You're not tempted to look at it. I'm going to make it three. And that light doesn't come on and stimulate your brain somehow. I want to admit it. I, I don't always get high on my own supply, i.e. sometimes I don't take that advice. But when I do, I have the best night's sleep. So I'm trying to get better about that. And by talking about it, I get better at it, Chris. Okay. <laughs> I start to feel like a hypocrite if I don't do it. So then if I talk about it, then I do it. See? Yeah. We have all these listeners now that'll call us out of her full of shit. Got to live by what we preach. I know. They're going to come over to my house and look at my sleep pattern. Oh, it's getting weird. But no, Brian, no seriously. I keep you. The phone, if you keep that phone away from everybody's, I can't do that. It's my alarm clock. Guess what? Go to Walmart. You buy a five fucking dollar alarm clock right. and it'll wake you up. It works. What if the power goes out? 
you have excuses in your life and I can't help you. <laughs> Get a battery powered one. Yeah. No, it's just called worried about shit that doesn't happen enough to overstep. Are you worried about living or dying here? We're talking about life or death here. That's what I like to call analysis paralysis. Yes. You're overthinking it. Yeah. So anyway, get the phone away from you and dark, dark, dark. I don't know how he does it, but my seven-year-old still sleeps the light on in the room. And he's not really even scared anymore. He's gotten used to it. And I'm glad I'm saying it. I'm saying these things, so I'm going to manifest them, Chris. Because yep. <laughs> neither yeah. my wife and I, or I care. Like, we, it used to, whatever you got to do to sleep, sleep, we want to go to sleep. You go to sleep. But now it's maybe he's not getting the best sleep with the light on. So I'm going to need to work on that. But for me, I will say this. The house that we bought, one of the selling points is it has a killer master. And... It gets dark as a mofo in this room. And I was like, I'm sold. Between the like 12 by 18 shower and the darkness in the bedroom, I'm like, I'm in. Whatever you want, baby. <laughs> Blackout curtains? No. It's just the way the sun, we have a lot of trees over the house. The way the position of the bedroom is, we only really have one true window. And it's got to pull down just, it's not a blackout shade, but it pulled down. And like, it's pitch black. It can stay pitch black dark in that room. If you want it to almost all day. Yeah. And I'm like, and I rarely get to utilize that other than sleeping till, I don't know, 7.45 on a Saturday morning, maybe 8.30. Right. It was 9 on Saturday. I'm just going to go ahead and admit it. It was a late Friday night. But uh, don't judge. The uh, But in all seriousness, keep it dark. I've, that It makes a bigger difference than you think it is. Like with the rays and all that. And we we're talking about the smartphones, but in all seriousness. Can you sleep in lighted rooms? If I'm taking a nap, yeah. But not naps. Naps are understandable. I can nap at the airport, but I don't have blackout shades, but I honestly, the sun waking me like yeah. I'm trying to wake with as long as you've got seven to eight hours when it does. But well, your lifestyle wrong. in Miami, though, you're like going to are you talking about waking up or going to bed? <laughs> no, waking up, going to bed. <laughs> I used to be able to sleep with lights on LED lights, more like aesthetic. Yeah. Like I've got one of those light bars in the corner that I keep on like a cool purple at night to like calm yes. down. Yes. But uh, when I it's time to actually go to sleep. No, I used to be big on, I would have the TV on always and fall asleep with the TV on. But now I'm at the point where I've done me wrong. I'll put on like a, a documentary or something on YouTube on my phone and have that playing on the nightstand with my eyes closed, but I'm not getting any light from it. I'm just listening. I never so, thought I'd be that guy, but I think when I get older, I might be the guy with the thing that you put over your face, like the, the night oh, mask. Oh, dude, I'm that guy. I have <laughs> you one sleep of those. with one? Yes, it depends. Sometimes, yeah, and there's no external reason why. Just some nights I'm like, yeah, let me put you this have, on. You have like emitters in that thing that's pulsating on your face. I need to get one of those. <laughs> I do think I've seen those. But I used to sleep straight up like with a face mask and earplugs. Oh, wow. Hey, I like, can't do that fully i might just, could get over the face one but i can't sleep with something in my ears i'd be like yeah man i don't know what got me into that it, like it <laughs> started when i was like 12 maybe maybe the dogs barking grown up or something i don't know <laughs> but yeah I, it's like i need to know what's going on in the room maybe it's the night terrors from too much melatonin but i need to be able to get at whatever's coming in even though nothing's coming in i don't want to not be able to hear the intruders. That probably comes with having kids in the house. I, yeah. I either want to hear what they're doing or I want to hear 
someone coming in so they can meet my little friend, i.e. my shotgun yeah. in their face. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you don't want to come in my house. Let me just tell you. But yes. between me just being disturbed and the big bad bear when he's awoken to my 12 gauge in your mouth. No. Yeah. But in all seriousness, I couldn't do the no, no hearing. I need to hear. But sleep. I think we can sleep mass. It, the biggest thing, though, is I think the light has more effect than we realize. It has to. I think so, too. I think that's why the cell phones are disturbing to our natural cycle. It used to just be your TV was like the culprit. Now it's, dude, I, even if I have to use my phone in the middle of the night, I try not to look at it at all because I just know it's throwing me off. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. And that's why you had to keep it away from you. I told Kelly, or one of our mutual friends, Kelly Siegel, because he didn't sleep well. Dude, get your phone away from you. And he's like, I know. He's like, that's brilliant. I'm like, yeah. So do it. Pro tip. Pro yeah, tip. you have to. And uh, even I don't do it as, I'm probably like 50-50. At least I'm, I'll push it to where I can't get to it. It would be like five feet far enough where I have to get up to get it. It's not out of the room, which it should be, but keep it where you just can't easily grab it. The I think the biggest thing is just having like routines. Like, and I think if you're listening and you struggle with sleep, you probably heard these things, but I think, and I think a lot of people, you're like me, that's I guess what happens when you get older, but like you, you write these things off as not mattering. Not, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's really, but it does matter. And it's like you're training. Just like you train for anything else. Do you think it matters how many push-ups you do every day? Do you think it matters like how long you work out? It matters how you prepare before you go to sleep and the pattern that you have and the routines. It's I will say our kids do sleep really well. Like they it, but I will say this. My wife, who's a middle school principal, but grown through the school system, very detailed, very task, whatever. We And so thus, we've been very structured in their schedules, like nighttime. Like, it's not that we don't go have fun and do all these things, but that's the one thing that we've, like, always been. And they all sleep really well because yeah. they have that schedule. They have that routine. And I think as adults, we you slip out of that or think it doesn't matter because you're an adult or whatever. But yeah, I think 100%. it does matter. Oh, God. In college, I had the worst sleep routines. It's not really until you have a job that demands you be on a certain schedule where even I had to reevaluate. Like with you and I, we have wild schedules where even traveling, like it gets thrown off your routine a little bit. But And it's always the simple tips that you're like, eh, nah. Like it's so much easier to go get a prescription or take this supplement, then do the, which I'm talking to myself because the last few months I've definitely had to discipline myself on a better sleep routine with put the phone down, whether that's in the morning, not waking up or going to sleep, trying to cut out the caffeine earlier in the daytime. I did. I used to drink coffee at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> like I'd take a nap after the work day from six to seven 30, wake up, have a coffee no. And wonder why, like, no I'm laying there at 1 a.m. Like, did you write like the I can't book for sleep. The, the what not to do. <laughs> like, this, yeah, sounds like you know it. what? That's how I learn best: is do what you're not supposed to do until you're so burnt out that you have no choice but to make a change. But and you're so obviously, good, you're working so in healthcare, that. I don't care what anybody says. You're good at that. 
Yeah, man. I like to bang my head against the wall a few times and try my way before I go to the what's been told to me for years works. I, know. I think it's all part of being an entrepreneur and everything else. I'm terrible at shit and toast. Okay, it's time to do something about it. And even like you get used to hearing these guys hustle where it's like, yes, but make time for that seven, eight hours, whatever that is. Because there's definitely times I'm going on four or five hours for a week, two weeks straight, and it catches up to you. Where at that point, are you really being productive? on four or five hours of sleep five days in a row. Like everything, we're looking at these studies, your productivity goes to shit, your clarity is going down. You're, you might be thinking you're doing more, but your productivity is out the window. Like busy yeah. is not productive. No, exactly. And I feel it too. We all feel it, but it's almost subtle sometimes when I don't think I'm feeling it because I don't have the look when we all get like demonstrably less sleep three hours less sleep, of course you feel it you're dragging all that like we all know that feeling but then to your point the productive versus busy when i've maybe had one one and a half hours where i feel like i'm oh, fine i'm normal it's a normal day but then i look back at the day and i'm like i did a bunch of shit but i felt i didn't feel like i got it done as effective as i should have been yeah. Or would have been. So I think so subtle things. That and I can, my mood, dude, I feel bad. Because I've got friends that can go three, four hours, say we're traveling. And maybe because they're partying and drinking where I'm not doing that anymore. Where now I'm like, you don't want to be around me. I will be a cranky ass <laughs> if I don't get my rest time in. <laughs> I've been a lot more cognizant of that. And I'm, I've accepted that's just what I need. That's just what the way my body operates. Like I need that unwind and that. I'd say I'm like a seven hour guy. Yeah. I wonder if it's that hat I got you that said groggy SOB. I don't know. I wasn't sure what made Maybe. this. Maybe. Flip. The, I do like this. Cameron found us a really good article here on healthline.com. 10 reasons why good sleep is important. All right. Some of these, you're like, ah, no shit. But you know what? Some of them are going to make you think. Number one, weight. Sleep helps manage weight by regulating hormones and preventing overeating. A lot of people mistake sleepiness for hunger or hunger for sleepiness. Like when you're extra sleepy, you think you're hungry. You, but you're actually just sleepy. I mm. know this to be true because I have totally, so I, I read, it might've been a year or two ago, someone told me this. I started thinking like the days where I, whether it was a weekend and we'd gone out the, or like a weeknight where I just didn't sleep well or worked on something late. I thought of thinking about like the next day and I'm like, I don't know, three, four o'clock. I would, I thought that I was like starving or whatever. And I was probably hungry, but if you're super sleepy, you can think you're hungrier than you really are. So it helps manage weight. And how big of a year you are when you're sleepy. <laughs> I'm jumping on this. If you're that, if you're sleepy too, you're not going to go do the exercise. You're not going to go to the gym. Like, yeah, it's like a just compounding cycle of unhealthy shit that really all starts at sleep. I feel like. Yep. It does because you think you're hungrier. So I think also think I get like a sweet tooth or something like I, which I normally do anyway, but I think it's like on like level 10. 
Like yeah. I might eat one packet of my kids' fruit snacks and I eat 12. But I'm really sleepy. <laughs> only if they're Welch's. But the uh, number two, food choices. Just what we were talking about. Quality sleep supports better food decisions and reduces unhealthy cravings when you get enough sleep. Number three, metabolism. All these are about your diet and everything so far. Good sleep enhances metabolic health and reduces diabetes risk. We're all looking for something like magical. It's sleep. Yeah. Number diabetes ain't no joke. One, two, three, four. Performance. Athletes benefit from improved physical performance and recovery. Recovery being the big one with sufficient sleep. I think that was. I mean, that's yeah. a huge one. You hear like all the weightlifting, fitness guys. That's one that always resonates with me because I'm like, you can do all this work in the gym, your diet can be good, but if you're not sleeping, you're like every bodybuilder says that you need sleep. You need to sleep. Yes, I think it's like they say fifty percent difference. Sometimes you can have everything else dialed in if you're not getting that enough sleep. When you produce most your HGH in your sleep too, your human growth hormone. Yeah. The irony of this conversation is we're on a we're recording this on a Monday at like middle of the day, like a Monday. Everybody in the room's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. As I slam an espresso right before yeah. we start recording, I'm having a healthy monster. Monster, it's sugar free though. Full bodied monster, <laughs> classic. Today's <laughs> episode brought to you by Monster. No sugar energy, not really. But anyway, all right, brain. Sleep enhances cognitive functions like memory, concentration, and problem solving. And this is where I think it's back to what you were talking about, like effectiveness. This is where I get it. I'm like, I'll do something. I feel like I do something like four times when I'm sleepy. I'm like, I'm like, I do the same thing like three or four times to get it where I need it. Yeah. Mood. This is yours. Moody, Mr. Moody. It's me. Adequate sleep promotes emotional well-being and reduces mood disorder risks. Nailed it, bro. That's me. <laughs> and my, I was not, a, sleep was always been like not a healthy habit for me until I would say the last two years. Yeah. Especially in my partying days. Not a lot of sleeping going on there. So no wonder you felt like shit. Yeah. No you more. barely slept. Yeah. That's what happens when you do coke. Yeah. <laughs> so I hear. <laughs> that's yeah. what I heard. Yeah, I know. We've all been there. Mood, adequate sleep promotes emotional well-being and reduces... All right. I already read that one. We'll strike that one. Heart health in my list. Insufficient sleep is linked to higher heart disease and stroke risks. This is like the who's who of every weight of every health issue. Like, Literally. That sleep. We should know these things, but I just don't think it's like, again, everybody's not aware of this. Like They know or that it's, it's good, but they don't know... Discount the, it. Yeah, or they don't know the specifics matter. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping's good for you. Yeah, it is good for you. But it doesn't become real for you until you get hyper-specific. These are why it matters. I'm getting more hungry. I've got a bad heart. Holy shit. Okay. It gets more real the more specific you are with what the real risks are. So heart health, infant sleep is linked to higher heart disease. That's, there you go. Immunity. This is back to what we talked about before, how long you live. Quality right. sleep strengthens the immune system and aids in fighting infections and mortality. 
which is common knowledge. When you have a cold, everyone's like, get some rest, <laughs> go get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. But if you're normal, people are like, fuck it. Three hours. Give me caffeine. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> give me an energy drink. Oh, no. yeah. I'll just drink some coffee, man. I'll have soda yeah. later. But if you don't tell somebody, okay, no, you need sleep because you're going to live longer or die faster, <laughs> you know, which one you want. Now we're just scaring everyone. But anyway, you get the point. Inflammation, chronic sleep deprivation increases inflammation in the body. So I might wrists hurt sometimes. I feel like literally if I go work out, like stuff that would normally not bother me feels yeah. tighter or like I don't have the flexibility in my joints. I feel like there's inflammation and because if I know I didn't sleep as well the night before. And everything is causing inflammation now where like food or diets where if sleep is one way to combat that, that seems like a pretty easy way to try to combat a problem that everyone's facing. Outside of taking Advil. Yeah, exactly. Which is not super healthy. And I think but you bring that up, but, and that's where with vacay, we've come up with a product that we really believe in. But I think in this article, that was the end of the article, but the 10 things now that we've scared everyone, everybody's like rushing to go lay down right now. <laughs> I really should get like, a nap. I need to rest. <laughs> but the, but, You've had all these prescription drugs come out, Ambien, everyone, you know, all these things like Band-Aids and like PM this and PM that, Advil PM, Tylenol PM and all these things. And don't get me wrong, if you struggle with sleep, there's no judgment here, but like it's become this epidemic of, I think going to the nth degree, back to the analogy like we said of, I have a glass of beer, but I don't do a keg stand. It's like the same thing with sleep. Okay, I'm not sleeping well. It's serious. It, hurt, it affects your emotional, all these things. Let's put you on the strongest medication possible to like completely wipe you out and your memory and everything else. Mm. So I'd love to see this mortality chart with someone <laughs> taking Ambien. So Versus that would be fascinating, right? So just, and I'm not throwing Ambien under the bus. I'm sure it's helped some people. I don't pretend to be a doctor. It's just... It'd be fascinating to see that how much impact that's had on overall well and health and well-being when you right. take something so strong at the highest level that's not have doesn't have natural ingredients and things that can contribute in a lighter way to just that overall calmness. Right. Is it helping you get to a natural sleep and a natural REM cycle, or is it just putting you in a coma? <laughs> yeah, was well, so, speaking of that, like Michael Jackson, like he right. he got so bad and he was. That's pretty much what the, he was taking. Like the stuff he was taking was freaking what they put you to sleep with. Like literally. Yeah, like tranquilizers. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it took. Cause like he got hooked on it. And that's what it took for him to go to sleep or what he thought was sleep. Yeah. I think yeah. he might've gotten so psychotic from all that. Cause he was never really sleeping. And that's what I wonder with some of these prescription drugs. I don't again, know this, but it's what's that quality of sleep level? Or do you just feel like it was? I think it just knocks you out. I've, and I've, from what my understanding, a lot of those, you don't dream on them where I've been told if you're not remembering your dreams, like you're not having healthy sleep. Yeah. I don't remember my dreams every night, but definitely. I, I remember mine. They're always weird as shit like everybody else's. And, <laughs> but I dream even when I take like actually this morning, 
I don't remember what the dream was. I just remember waking up going, it was weird. But I f- woke up and I knew I had one more hour of sleep. And I was like, great. I'm never going to get back to sleep. But then I went yeah. back for that one hour, like 40 minutes. And I had these wild dreams. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even think I was going to get there. And it's like, I'm spending yeah. a good hour of sleep right there. You went back in that REM cycle. Yeah. My pupils were like bouncing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing whatever yeah. they do. Yeah. We're a nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> no wonder no one sleeps. That movie's like that scare the shit out of people from sleeping. I can't watch that shit. <laughs> and finally, today on sleep, these five sleep habits could add five years to your life. This comes to us from Fortune.com. Hey, you want to make some money, right? Fortune Magazine talking about sleep because they know it. Healthy sleep habits for aging. Number one, mindfulness helps practice. Meditation to help aid relaxation before sleep. I have never been a great meditator, but I do think I would put this for me in the camp of putting the phone over in left field. Yeah. Or maybe even before I get to the bed, I'm in my thoughts and not in my phone and just being aware. Just not having a stimulus, just laying there. I think that's the problem with a lot of people, even myself included, land, like I, I usually and like landing the plane, <laughs> like going to sleep, getting all the gauges, doing all these yeah. things. And it's, if you're just trying to go for, from 100 miles an hour to zero, that's a really hard break. <laughs> and it doesn't end yeah. well. Going from viral TikTok dancing videos <laughs> to just, all yeah. right, sleepy yeah, time. Calm this down. <laughs> I'm looking on Amazon at all the stuff I don't yeah. need. And They're like, oh, shopping. I need another Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> <laughs> it plays really loud. And then, oh, and I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. I yeah. remember younger laying a lot more, like just laying with letting my mind race. Yeah. And not, be, not in a bad way. I think just processing... Replaying the day, thinking about the next day. I remember having presentations in school, like running through the night before, where I'm like, I think that's all positive stuff. And that, to me, I look at as almost meditating, just being in your thoughts without outside stimuli. Yep. Number two, diet and hydration. Avoid heavy meals and excess fluids before bedtime. I am not good at this one. I don't eat heavy meals, I'll, I'm but horrible. I am a snacker. I have to like really keep the snacks at bay. Oh, I'm sitting here watching a movie or something or whatever I'm doing to overstimulate before bed. <laughs> like I'm guilty of both. Ah, I eat some of these Cheez-Its and whatever it is or those trolleys. Mm. <laughs> trolleys. I like all I know. Trolleys. I won't eat candy all day until 11 at night, and I'm eating fistfuls of gummies. <laughs> I still sleep, but yeah. I just, something tells me that's not a good formula. <laughs> exactly. Don't follow what I do sometimes, but I do drink a lot of water, actually. But then I, the fine line here is not drinking enough to be healthy, but not to where you have to get up seven times. Moderate. Exercise, regular activity, improve sleep, but avoid intense workouts close to bedtime. Makes sense. You don't want your heart rate going like 140 and you're trying to calm it down. Yeah. And I can tell the days that I do work out, which is almost every day, but the days I don't, I definitely tell I don't, I'm not nearly as tired and ready to get to bed. The working out is a huge part of it, I think, for me. 
Yeah, I think you've got to, you want to be tired, like both physically and mentally. Yeah. And obviously, most people are brain tired, but having yeah. done your workouts and having needing recovery, it helps with sleep. Because there are some people I know that don't work out and come out there struggle with sleep. I'm like, you need to go make yourself tired a bit there, you know, your body. Dude, I had the conversation with my dad yesterday. He said he's been having trouble sleeping. And I said, are you working out? And he goes, oh, two days a week, which is great. But I'm like, go sit in the sauna for 30 minutes if you're not going to go to the gym. Just something to get your heart rate up and get your body juices moving. That's right. And I hammered this one. Tech limitation. Minimize screen use before sleep due to blue light disruption. I mean, that and all the distractions we already talked about. And yeah. lastly, watch caffeine and alcohol. Limit intake, especially in the evening. Like, Which well. is fucking nuts because <laughs> everyone I know wants a drink after work, right? Happy <laughs> yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. And then not at work. I know. How dare them? <laughs> no, never. Never have I ever. <laughs> That's the solution, folks. Just drink at work. Yeah, just drink all day and then you're fine. And cut it off at five. Cut it off at five. That way you're getting drunk when you get home just and Kalu and you know, coffee all off. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only I'm, the real facts here on the VK podcast. No. We, but we're tongue in cheek a little obviously here. So yeah, it makes sense. Especially the caffeine, gotcha, check. Don't drink the monster. It's tough though too. Even the gym. Everyone's on a pre workout. You're hitting the gym at six PM. And even that I would wonder, I'm waking up. Two, four, six, peeing. It's like you got caffeine pumping through you. And then whatever's in the pre-workout that's probably retaining water. Say maybe some, what's it called? Creatine. That's yeah. in a lot of the pre-workouts. It's, it truly is. It's a lot of discipline on yourself and awareness of your routines. You have to really evaluate what am I doing? Where I've become now more of a morning gym person because of that. Yeah. I, I want to take pre-workout. I never work out if it's like, I mean, never a strong word. 99% sure. of the time my workouts happen before noon and most of them right. are 7 a.m. ish. Yeah. Like just, if I don't get it in, it's like never going to happen. Sure. Or, and then I don't know if it's this as much, but I still have the same energy. Like I can't, I don't get as much out of it because I'm. It it's just, harder to hit the gym after a full work day to find that motivation. Yeah. It's easy to, have a seat on the couch and throw know, and, on and the, the kids Netflix always show. want to do stuff with me. So it's, I'm like, God, I just want to work out. You just want to play and do shit. <laughs> well, I guess that's a different form of working out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The, I'm enjoying it now because your kids actually like you. Like I'm at the phase where my kids actually like me. And I, I know can it's coming to that. Uh, your kids do like you. And then it's coming when, I don't know, maybe it's never come. I'm going to, I'm going to fight that stigma. I'm going to make my kids always want to do stuff with me. It's called bribery and money. <laughs> Just let them loose at Dave and Buster's and have a seat. I know. Stock's coming in soon. But uh, yeah, but they, but there is the irony of the alcohol, which I don't know. Like as long as everything in moderation, including moderation, but it's like some people swear by a glass of wine and they go to sleep. Okay. I don't know. You want to mess with someone if you're healthy otherwise and you know what's good for you. I think a lot of this is personal. These Some of these stats are great and all, but it's yeah. finding the personal balance for yourself. But just knowing the ramifications if you veer off of this too much or at least the consistency. I think you nailed it. I think everyone's different. Find what works for you. I think it's more of just be open to experimenting with some things because not sleeping 
makes you miserable. And I feel like we've had a lot of conversations with people being that we have a product for sleep. People are desperate. If you're not sleeping good, people get very desperate for a solution. So yes, it'll drive you to the wacko train real quick if you're not sleeping. Yeah, real quick. That's as yeah. I've gone. If I go two nights, like back, if I pull back to baggers, like with let's say less than five hours, I get into cuckoo. You don't want to be near me. Like, like even over the holidays, my family knows. Like my brother-in-law will be like. I think you need to go take a nap. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why don't you go take some alone time? Like you're getting a little bit ornery. The nephews are afraid of you right now. Go take a go take an hour power nap. You had your moody sob hat on. Oh yeah, <laughs> but no, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's true. But I get it's just you just I can almost feel like the things going through my head. I'm like, I don't need to take any of this too serious right now because I'm not thinking clearly. What if I've had two back to back? All not all night, two on air to be probably dead on the floor, but like really, like maybe five hours total, six hours total sleep over two nights. And it's been a while, thankfully. But man, that's why. But it, and so I have done it or had it happen or had to do it for whatever it might have been a sick kid one night and then something else personal sure. the next. Who knows? It's happened enough that I've seen that I have this empathy for people because I know how damn I had to do this. This was happening every night. It is desperation. Oh, it changes you and it's horrible. It's torturous. So it's a huge problem that I think, like you said, we've all heard these things for years and maybe it's just at the point where, cause I feel like you talk to someone's in a shitty mood. Like a lot of times they're like, oh, I didn't sleep well last night. And that's a perfectly acceptable answer. Cause we all are like, dude, I get it. Yeah. I've been there. But I think it's a matter of with technology and we're so overstimulated. You, you have to actively make attempts at, and it starts with you and your discipline. Like, all right, I'm going to take my control of this and try it. Let me try and see what works for me. Yeah, exactly. And much that not the phone and everything like that. I do think there's apps and maybe we'll do an episode where we talk about some of the tech that's come along with these things, wearables yeah. and things, but there's apps like setting timers, different things to remind you. Okay. Set a timer for when you need to turn the damn phone off or, but sure. different things that you can do as part of your team. There's apps and technology that can help with that. So maybe we'll do an episode yeah, yeah, on for sure on some of those things. But hey, everybody, sometimes you have these things and you have these learning things. All we're saying is get more sleep, damn it, but not 10 hours. <laughs> no. Yeah. And if you need help, go to takeavacay.com. Our own wine product is one of our highest reviewed products. And we'd love to give you some free samples. We're going to have a giveaway here soon. Chris, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. We appreciate everyone else. Tell Storm to take a nap and calm down. He needs some we unwind. Need some, some doggy unwind vacay. <laughs> we need some peanut butter CBD treats or something. Exactly. We produce. We really appreciate our producer, Cameron, and help with the notes today. Sorry on the ones and twos. Chris Hansen coming to us from Sarasota today. I'm Ryan Alford. We'll see you next time on the Vacay Podcast. Mm-hmm.